halinang magsama-sama. Mag-aral tayo ng mga salita mula sa Biblia. At hanapan natin ang paglalapatan sa ating buhay, ang mga karunungan, ang wisdom ng Panginoong Yesus. Sa ating pagtagal ng mga pag-aaral na ganito via livestream, malamang naman na yumaman na nang yumaman na ating isip at ang ating puso ay lumaki ng lumaki para maraming magkasyang karunungan, pag-ibig at kabayitan. Maraming issue tungkol sa fasting. In fact, ngayong uh, mga lockdown and quarantine time, marami tayong review ng mga basic doctrines kasi alam nga araw-araw ang ating message ay comfort for lockdown. E di napurga na tayo kasi ang tagal-tagal na ang dami-dami na nating messages na may kinalaman talaga sa lockdown, how to find comfort in the Lord, paano magiging mas productive. Kaya, samantala hindi natin na may mga oras tayo para pag-usapan yung mga basic doctrines that affect the religious outlook of everyone. At ito mga ito ay mainam na lagi nang nire-review because the truth loves to be reviewed. The truth loves to be questioned. Kasi hindi niya kailangan i-defend ang sarili niya because truth will always prevail. So pag-usapan natin ngayon ang mga issues ng fasting. Hindi naman lahat, just a few issues about it. At ang pamagat ng ating pag-aaral ay to fast or to fast kumain. Yan ang ating tatalakayin. Mark 2:18. Now John's disciples and the Pharisees were fasting. So alam natin yan, yung mga alagad ni John, the baptizer, at ang mga Pharisees, pare-pareho sila mahilig mag-fast. Why? Because John belonged to the Old Testament and also belonged to the New Testament. He was the last prophet of the Old Order. So in other words, we can expect na si John maraming kostumres, maraming mga kaugalian at mga practices na pang old order. At isa doon yung fasting. So sa fasting, magkasundo ang mga tagasunod ni John at yung mga Pharisees. On many other things, hindi sila magkasundo. Some people came and asked Jesus, How is it that John's disciples and the disciples of the Pharisees are fasting, but yours are not? So, isang malaking hiwaga sa kanila na bakit yung mga disipulo ni Jesus ay hindi mahilig mag-fast. In fact, hindi nila nakikita ang mag-fast. Samatala, mga disipulo ni John lagi nagpa-fast at yung mga Pharisees, ganun din. That fasting is an issue then and even now. But the bigger issues, more than just the fasting itself, is search for solid teaching and command from Jesus to fast. Wala naman talagang inuto si Jesus sa kanya mga disciples na mag-fast. So, hindi katakataka na hindi sila nagpa-fast. Hindi sila mahilig at hindi kasama sa kanilang practices yun. But the question could have been the reverse. If Jesus doesn't teach His disciples to fast, why not follow the Jesus initiative? Bakit kailangan yung mga disciples ni Jesus ang mag-adjust sa mga disciples ni John at sa Pharisees? Ba't hindi nila yung mga disciples ni John at yung Pharisees ang mag-adjust sa disciples ni Jesus o sa teachings ni Jesus as shown by the lifestyle of His disciples. Another big issue is personal understanding of fasting and conviction to fast. Kahit ngayon, bakit may mga may conviction mag-fast at mayroong mga wala? Saan nagkagaling yung conviction? Conviction ba talaga yun coming from understanding o naman na lang 
hindi na tinanong, nilulong na lang, niyakap dahil may mga nauna sa kanya nag-fast, so nag-fast na rin siya, o meron ba talagang conviction? That is an important issue to consider. O baka yung iba, kaya nag-fast, parang iniisip nila, pag pinaparosahan nila ang kalang sarili, magkakapoint sila sa langit, matutuwa ang Diyos sa kanila. But what kind of God is painted in that kind of belief? Diyos na natutuwa pag butong ka. So maraming dapat isipin sa fasting. O ang fasting dapat ba ay personal choice? At issue pa dito yung imposition by others. Tulad nun, nagtatanong ang mga Pharisees at yung mga disciples ni John, bakit hindi nagfa-fast ang mga disciples ni Jesus? Kung nagfa-fast sila, dapat nagfa-fast ang lahat. At pagka hindi ka nag-aayuno, matatanong ka, masisita ka. At pag meron silang power over you, mapaparosahan ka pa niyan. So another big issue here really is, why the judgment? Why the punishment for the other, the sa iba, sa kakaiba? For those who do not fast, by those who fast. And for those who fast, by those who don't. Bakit kailangan parosahan in many different levels noong nagfa-fast yung hindi nagfa-fast? At bakit kailangan parosahan in other levels nung mga hindi nagfa-fast yung nagfa-fast? Ba't di ka nalang mag-fast kung gusto mo at hayaan mo yung ayaw? Bakit kailangan magpakialaman? Matthew 11, 16-19 Sabi ni Jesus, To what can I compare this generation? They are like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling out to others. We played the pipe for you, but you didn't dance. We sang a dirge for you, and you did not mourn. So, para daw kayong mga sala sa init, sala sa lamig, ang mga tao, tinugtugan kayo ng masaya, hindi kayo sumayaw. Tinugtugan kayo ng malungkot, hindi naman kayo nagloksa. So, saan nyo gusto? Anong gusto nyo? Tapos, itutuloy ni Jesus ko, ano talagang ibig niya sabihin? For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say, he has a demon. Ganun daw. Si John, mahilig mag-fast. Hindi umiinom kasi nazirite. Tapos, napagsabihan pang may nakatira daw na demonyo kay John. Tapos sabi ni Jesus, the son of man came eating and drinking, kabaligtaran ni John, and they say, he is a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. So niya, si John, hindi umiinom, hindi kalos kumakain, napintasan nyo. Ako, umiinom, kumakain, napintasan nyo rin. So saan lulugar sa inyo? Ang tao. Mark 2, 19-20, balik sa usapan about fasting. Jesus answered, How can the guests of the bridegroom fast while he is with them? They cannot, so long as they have him with them. But the time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them, and on that day, they will fast. Pero malinaw ito ha, sinasabi ni Jesus. On that day only. Sabi, bakit nyo ina-expect na mag-fast ang aking mga tauhan? Eh, kasama nila ako. So, dapat hindi. Dapat masaya pa nga. Pero darating ang panahon, ako'y mawawala sa kanilang piling. Sa araw na yon dun sila mag-aayuno. Pero tandaan nyo, hindi sa linggo na yon hindi sa buwan na yon hindi sa taon na yon sa araw na yon So, limited pa rin yung magiging day to fast. Now, tingnan natin ang history. Jesus left them. He died. So, dapat nung namatay si Jesus, doon sila nag-fast. On that day, dapat sila nag-fast. In fact, three days sa patay si Jesus, and in three days dapat sila nag-fast, which we suppose happened sa kanilang pagtatago doon sa upper room. 
So Jesus left, he died, but already returned in the resurrection and at Pentecost by the Holy Spirit. Representative niya ang Holy Spirit. Nasabi naman niya, ipapadala niya. So, sabi niya, when the groom leaves, they can fast. On that day, they can fast. Pero ang point nga natin, yes, Jesus left, but Jesus already returned in the resurrection. Kasi akala talaga ng mga disciples, wala na siya, namatay na siya. But the Father, binuhay niya si Jesus, so si Jesus ay bumalik. So, dapat tapos na ulit ang fasting nila. So, marapat pa rin ba mag-fast lampas sa that day, that day that Jesus was dead, or those three days that Jesus was dead. Mark 2, 21-22 Sa pagpapatuloy ni Jesus, No one sews a patch of unshrunk cloth on an old garment. Otherwise, the new piece will pull away from the old, making the tear worse. Alam na alam na natin itong example na ito ni Jesus eh. Hindi mo daw pwedeng isulse, pagdugtungin, tahiin ang lumang tela at bagong tela kasi uurong yung bago at mapipilas lalo yung luma para walang sila masisira. In other words, hindi compatible ang new at old. Dinagdagan pa niya, No one pours new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the wine will burst the skins and both the wine and the wineskins will be ruined. No. They pour new wine into new wineskins. Another incompatibility. Bagong alak sa lumang leather na lalagyan, hindi daw pwede. Kasi magpe-ferment ang bagong alak, lalaki, masisira, mapipilas yung lumang leather na hindi na masyadong flexible. So another incompatibility of old wine and new wine skin. Ang sinasabi dito ni Jesus, hindi na compatible ang old sa new. Ang old style, hindi bagay sa new style. Ang old paraan ng pag-iisip, hindi bagay sa old sa new na paraan ng pag-iisip. Hindi na compatible ang old covenant sa new covenant. Meron ng new period because the age will end. The age of the temple, the age of its practices, the age of sacrifices. So, it will be the end of the age. At pag nag-end yun, a new age. The age of love, the age of the spirit, the age of freedom begins. Hindi compatible ang dalawa. Para na rin sinasabi ni Jesus na, alam nyo, yung mga sobrang strictness of fasting, observances nyo, many, many traditions, it belongs to the old style, it belongs to the old age, at yan ay tapos na, o matatapos na matatapos, na malapit na malapit na, hindi na compatible, huwag nyo na dapat ipagpilitan. Now, how do you apply this incompatibility of old ideas and new teachings, new mindsets on fasting? Paano mo i-apply yung isinasabi ni Jesus about the new wine and the old wine skin? About the old cloth and the new cloth to the idea of fasting? Doon dapat i-apply kasi doon kasunod yung sinabi niya na yun, illustration eh. Hindi na compatible yung mga old ways na yan sa bagong paraan ng pakikituwa ng tao sa Diyos at ng Diyos sa tao. At ng tao sa kapwa-tao. Mark 1.27 The people were also amazed that they asked each other, What is this? A new teaching and with authority. Yan ang mga laging reaction ng mga tao kay Jesus. A new teaching, a new teaching, a new teaching. Kasi kung old teaching lang naman ang ituturo ni Jesus, ba't pa siya dumating? E lahat naman ang old teaching nandun na, nakasulat na, memoriado na nila, di ulit-ulitin na lang. Kaya siya dumating, kasi nga papalitan yun eh. 
Kaya magkakaroon ng new covenant, ng new law, ng new command, ng new order. Kaya matatapos yung age of the temple. The end of the age will happen immediately. So yung tanong natin, to fast or not to fast? Magpa-fast ba o hindi? O yung ating title, to fast or too fast kumain? It's only a play with words. To judge those that do not fast or to judge those that fast? Ano ba talaga? To eat this or not to eat this? Sa Romans 14.1, mayroong parallel teaching si Paul tungkol sa ganitong attitudes about the old and the new. Sabi niya, be willing to accept those who still have doubts about what believers can do. So you see, very clear kay Paul na nung dumating si Jesus, marami nang naiba. Pero maraming new believers, hindi nila na-appreciate at naunawa kung ano ang mga naiba. Lalo na yung freedom in Jesus. So nakatali pa sila sa mga batas ng Israel, sa mga tradisyon, sa temple practices, samantalang na kay Jesus na kanilang puso. So nasa transition period sila, may kalituhan. Romans 14, 1-2 And don't argue with them about their different ideas. Some people believe they can eat any kind of food, but those who have doubts eat only vegetables. O pagkain naman ito, may kinalaman pa rin sa fasting, pero hindi to fast or not to fast, kundi what to eat and what not to eat. At sabi ni Paul, may dalawang uri ng mana ng palataya, merong... Alam na niya na malaya na siya kay Jesus, pwede niyang kainin kahit ano. At meron naman na mahina pa ang pagkaunawa niya sa freedom, mahina pa ang pagtitiwala niya sa grace. So, vegetables lang kinakain niya. Dahil sa kanya, outside of vegetables, kasalanan. Dahil sa Jewish law, there were some foods that Jews could not eat. But when they became followers of Jesus, those Jews, some of them did not understand that they could now eat all foods. Because Jesus declared all foods to be clean, and God told Peter not to call unclean what God declares as clean. So may transition period. Isang paana kay Jesus, grace, love. Isang paana sa temple, law, punishment, and strictness. At ina-address yon ni Paul. Specifically, yung issue ng kung anong pwedeng kainin at hindi, at ano dapat ang attitude ng mga tao sa kanyang kapwa na iba ang kinakain sa kinakain niya. Romans 14, 3-13 Those who know that they can eat any kind of food must not feel that they are better than those who eat only vegetables. So kung ikaw, kumakain ng kahit ano, huwag ka daw magkaroon ng superiority complex na sa restricted lang ang diet sa gulay. And those who eat only vegetables must not decide that those who eat all foods are wrong. God has accepted them. So on the reverse, yun namang mga mahilig sa gulay lamang. Huwag mo namang husgahan yung mga kumakain ng lahat ng iba't ibang uri ng pagkain. Kasi tinanggap ng Panginoon yung mga pagkain na yon at tinanggap ng Panginoon yung mga Gentiles sa kumakain ng mga ganun. Some people might believe that one day is more important than another. And others might believe that every day is the same. Everyone should be sure about their beliefs in their own mind. So dumating din siya sa kalendaryo kasi Iba ang kalendaryo ng mga Hudyo, iba ang mga piyesta nila, iba ang mga holy days nila, at iba naman ang kalendaryo ng mga Gentiles. Tapos marami mga Gentiles naging Christians, ano na ngayong kalendaryo ang susunod nila? 
Yun namang maraming Jews naging Christians din. So, ano kalendaryo ang susunod nila? Yung dating kalendaryo ng Jewism, ng temple? O may bago bang kalendaryo ang mga followers ni Jesus? Sabi ni Paul, Nako, iba-iba yan. Kung ano ang mahalaga sa iyong araw, di yun ang mahalaga. At kung anong mahalaga sa kapwa mo, di yun ang mahalaga sa kanya. May ganun. Sa mga iba naman, pare-pareho lang yan. Eh, di hayaan mo sila. Pero lahat kayo magpasya. Kung ano ang mahalaga sa inyong araw, buuin niyo sa isip niyo kung ano yung paniniwala niyo, huwag kayong magdalawang loob, huwag kayong maghati ng loob, at stick to that. Pero huwag niyong i-impose sa iba. Personal practice lang yan. Those who think one day is more important than the other days are doing that for the Lord. And those who eat all kinds of food are doing that for the Lord. Yes, they give thanks to God for that food. So sabi niya, makadyos din yan. Yung kahit anong araw ang pinipili niyang holiday, yung kahit anong pagkain na kinakain niya, nagpe-pray naman siya, nire-recognize niya, galing yan sa Diyos, pagpapalayan galing sa Diyos, edi makadyos ang ginagawa niyang pagkain. And those who refuse to eat some foods, do that for the Lord. They also give thanks to God. So, godly din sila sa kanilang conviction at sa kanilang practice. At tanong ni Paul, So why do you judge your brother or sister in Christ? Or why do you think that you are better than they are? We will all stand before God, and God, or He, He will judge us all. So each of us will have to explain to God about the things we do. So we should stop judging each other. So malinaw na sinasabi ni Paul, kung anong conviction mo, yun ang gawin mo. At mananagot ka sa Diyos para doon kayo ng Diyos sa mag-uusap. Yung kapwa mo, may conviction siya, hayaan mo siya. Siya ang makikipag-usap sa Diyos tungkol sa kanyang sarili. So magkanya-kanya kayo ng conviction sa ganyang mga bagay. Huwag kayong feeling better, feeling more righteous, feeling holier than others who, other, who have other beliefs. This is the heart of the matter about fasting. Not really to fast or not to fast. It's not just about fasting. The true issue here is it is imposing one's personal belief and stand on others. Kaya nakarating tayo sa mga kalendaryo, nakarating tayo sa mga choices ng pagkain na nagsimula sa kakain ba or not at certain times of the week or certain times of the month. Sabi ni Paul, kanya-kanyang conviction yan, kanya-kanya tayong harap sa Diyos, so magmahala na tayo at mag-tolerate tayo ng isa't isa. Then, interestingly, Paul makes a dizzying turn. Biglang merong nakakahilong buwel na itong si Paul. Romans 14, 13-14, sabi niya, Let's decide not to do anything that will cause a problem for a brother or sister or hurt their faith. So biglang, kanina sinasabi niya, magkanya-kanya tayo ng tingin dyan, at pagkatapos magkakanya-kanya tayo magsusulit sa Diyos. Biglang niya sinabing, huwag na lang tayong gagawa ng anumang bagay na makakasakit sa pananalig o damdamin ng ating kapwa. I know that there is no food that is wrong to eat, sabi niya. The Lord Jesus is one who convinced me of that. But if someone believes that something is wrong, then it is wrong for that person. So, sabi niya, wala naman talagang maling pagkain eh. Walang masamang pagkain, morally speaking. Maybe hygienically, clinically, pwedeng mayroong masama, hindi mabuti para sa'yo, pero it doesn't affect your spirit. Pero sabi niya, Kung ano ba, namamalian ng kapwa mo sa pagkain na yun, eh di man yun sa kanya, hayaan mo siya. Pagkakin ito, there will be as many wrongs as one decides. So yung taong legalistic, yung taong nakatali sa law, yung taong traditional, 
ang dami niyang tatawaging wrong. Wrong day, wrong food, wrong time to eat. Pagka ganun, ang dami niyang chances to commit a mistake. Ang dami niyang chances to commit sin according to his own standard or her own standard. In other words, pag legalista ka, traditional ka, nakatali ka sa law, ang dami-dami mong buhat na burden. Kasi dapat mong sundin, pati yung sinasabi ng sarili mong budhi. Eh, may mga bagay na tinawag ng budhi mong wrong, tapos ginawa mo, di wrong ka na. Kaya, if you label many things as wrong, you will have many things to avoid, and you will have many opportunities to fail, or to sin, so to speak. So, kung gano'ng karami ang laws, gano'n din karami ang opportunity na madapa, magkasala, magkamali. Kung gano'ng karami ang minamasama, gano'ng karami ang chances na maging masama pag nagawa mo yun o pag hindi mo yun nasunod. That is why Jesus gave the final solution. Jesus canceled the law. Para walang opportunity to fail or to sin. Para walang sin. Romans 10.4 For Christ has brought the law to an end so that everyone who believes in Christ is put right with God. So, pag may nakalagay na no parking, nagpark ka, edi may kasalanan ka. Kung tinanggal na yung sign at law na no parking, nagpark ka, edi wala ka ng kasalanan. At yun ang ginawa ni Kristo. Ephesians 2.14-15 Christ gave His own body to destroy the law of Moses with all His rules and commands. So, winasak na yan kung paano winasak ang temple, ginuho ang temple, ginuho na rin yung law na nakakabit sa temple na yon para wala na lang law na kailangang sundin at pag hindi mo sunod, makasalanan ka. So, kung natanggal na yun, hindi ka na makasalanan. At kung nakakamit ka ng kasalanan against the law when it was still effective, you are given forgiveness. You are given pardon. So, both ways, wala kang kasalanan. Yun ang solusyon ng Diyos through Jesus. Na hindi matanggap ng mga makatempol, makalo, dahil yung law biglang hindi naging as powerful. Tuloy, pati yung naging implement ng law, wala na rin power, na wala na ng influence yung mga priest, kaya ayaw nila dyan sa Jesusness. Romans 14, 15-21 If you hurt the faith of your brother or sister because of something you eat, you are not really following the way of love. Don't destroy anyone's faith by eating something they think is wrong. Don't allow what is good for you to become something they say is evil. Ito yung dizzying turn ni Paul. Habang sinasabi niyang, eh kanya-kanya yan, ang kalendaryo, ng pagkain, ang schedule, ng gusto mong gawin, bigla niyang sinabing, kung may ma-offend sa kinakain mo, eh huwag mo nalang kainin para hindi siya ma-offend. So, Paano naman kung na-offend siya pag humihinga ako, salaga hindi ako hihinga? So ito yung medyo kailangang reviewin at pag-aralan. Paano ito i-apply? Kasi okay, magiging loving ako dun sa na-offend sa kinakain ko na hindi naman talaga wrong dahil sa akin hindi yun wrong, pero sa kanya wrong. So dahil sa kanya hindi ako kakain, yun ang parang sinasabi dito ni Paul. May sense naman yan para maging sensible ka. Pero up to how much? Up to what point will you not do what you want to do dahil lang may ma-offend. Review that. At sabi pa ni Paul sa verse 17, In God's kingdom, what we eat and drink is not important. Eh, yun naman pala. So, bakit ko bibigyan ng sobrang pahalaga yung na-offend sa kinakain ko? Here is what is important. A right way of life, peace, and joy, all 
from the Holy Spirit. So let's try as hard as we can to do what will bring peace. Let's do whatever will help each other grow stronger in faith. So ang point dito ni Paul, kasi mahina pa ang pananalig nila, hindi pa sila sanay na may freedom, sanay pa sila sa law. So please, huwag mo nalang kainin yung gusto mong kainin kahit hindi ka nasasamaan sa pagkain na yun. Kasi may nasasamaan at para sa kanila, alang-alang sa kalaho, huwag nalang kainin. Well, up to a point that can be done to promote peace. Pero yung mga young in the faith, yung mga new in the faith, na no offense, dahil lang new sila sa faith, hindi pa nila na-appreciate yung freedom in Christ, alam na namang konsentihin mo sila forever na new ang faith nila, na hindi na sila dapat ma-offend, hindi na sila mag-grow, they will not outgrow their legalism, and they will never grow into grace. So, yes, i-observe yan, but only up to a point. Hindi naman yung naging slave ka na nila, wala ka na naman uling freedom. Hindi mo na magawa yung gusto mo dahil na-offend sila. Wala ka na uling freedom. Don't let the eating of food destroy the word of God, sabi ni Paul. All food is right to eat, but it is wrong for anyone to eat something that hurts the faith of another person. It is better not to eat meat or drink wine or do anything else that hurts the faith of your brother or sister. Yes, for the sake of peace, for the sake of uh, accommodating, but again, we say, up to how when? Up to how much? Will I sacrifice my entire life for the pleasure of somebody who gets offended when I eat what I want to eat? But how much would one accommodate? Paano kung na-offend siya sa lahat na lang ng choices mo? Consideration should be both ways because love should be fair. And the more mature should not only dance to the music of the less mature, but teach and guide into maturity. That's a personal stand I make on this issue. Na, okay, pagbibigyan kita, na-offend ka, sige, I'll try to accommodate you and not offend you. But pero mag-grow ka ha. Dapat dumadating yung point na nag-grow ka na naiintindihan mo na, na hindi ka dapat ma-offend. Therefore, I'll be free to eat it and I'll be free to do it kahit nandyan ka kasi nag-grow ka na. Meron kang duty to me mag-grow din. May duty ako to be kind and nice to you habang baby Christian ka pa lang. Kaya sabi naman ni Paul sa 1 Corinthians 13.11 When I was a child, I talked like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put the ways of childhood behind me. So itong na-offend dahil meron akong freedom, dapat mag-outgrow mo yung offense na yan, maging mature ka rin. So paano ka magiging mature? Magbibigyan kita, I will be considerate to you up to a point, but there will become a point when I will have to train you to get used to what I want because it's not wrong anyway and you should train yourself to not judge it. The prisoner is to be led out of prison. Yung nakakulong sa law, dapat din niyang palayain dyan. Hindi yung ang tagal-tagal-tagal na niya nandun pa sa law, pero Christian siya. Tapos totoleratin mo na lang para hindi siya ma-offend. Hindi siya mag-grow. The movement should be growth into maturity. Dapat yung young in the faith mag-grow into maturity. Hindi yung mga mature mag-retrogress into second childhood to adjust to those who are still childish. Kaya sabi ni Paul, when I became a man, I gave up childish ways. Hindi dapat laging itolerate ang mga pabebe in the church, ang mga pabebe in spirituality. Dapat silang akayin to grow. At kuminsan, medyo hilahin. And there are some moments, maka up to a point, eh, kailangan mo talaga silang medyo brasuhin para silang mag-grow. Alam mo naman lagi mong pagbigyan, eh, hindi na yan lalago sa pananalig. Romans 14.22 
very interestingly sabi pa ni Paul, you should keep your beliefs about these things a secret between yourself and God. It is a blessing to be able to do what you think is right without feeling guilty. In other words, sinasabi naman ni Paul, practice your personal freedom. At doon sa talaga mga bagay na para sa'yo hindi ka na-offend, wala kang guilt about it, hindi ka nasasamaan, it's between you and God. Remember, sabi ganon, you should keep your beliefs about these things a secret between yourself and God. Huwag mo nalang iba, ipagbalandra sa buong mundo. Huwag mo nalang i-advertise kasi may mga ma-offend. So, keep it as simple and as quiet as possible. And to repeat what he said in 14.22, Romans, it is a blessing to be able to do what you think is right without feeling guilty. So, personal freedom. Pero ang caution lang ni Paul, just make it private. Kaya mga kapatid, kung may mga personal liberties tayong lahat in Jesus, na pagka hindi minamasama ng ating budhi, ay hindi yun masama, so pwede natin gawin, at tayo ang magsusulit sa Diyos para doon, hindi tayo magsusulit para sa ginawa ng iba, o hindi nila ginawa, at hindi sila magsusulit para sa atin. Therefore, meron tayong personal freedom. So ano dapat ang mahalagang Christian etiquette? Observe your personal freedom in the privacy of your quiet life. Yung sobrang nakaka-offend sa iba pero hindi ka na-offend, huwag mo nang i-display, huwag mo nang ikalat, huwag mo nang ipagyabang o ipaghingay. Pero eto pa, Christian etiquette. Huwag mo namang i-occupy, huwag mong pasukin, huwag mong guluhin yung private space, private life ng believer, ng iyong kapatid. Para kung nag-o-observe siya ng mga private practices niya na sa kanyang budi ay hindi masama at ginagawa na lang niya privately para hindi ma-offend yung mga ma-offend dyan, yung mga maninipis, eh, huwag ka namang pumasok sa private space niya para makita mo pa yung private niya na ginagawa, eh, ginagawa na nga niya in private in deference to you para hindi ka na nga dyan ma-offend. Tapos, pakikialam ka pa, magmamanman ka pa, tapos ikaw itong ma-offend. Kaya mahalaga, respect privacy. Sa issue na ito ng uh, fasting, sa issue ng pagkain, hindi lang yun talaga ang issue. Ang tunay na issue ay ito. Ano man ang paniniwala mo dyan, gusto mong mag-fast, di mag-fast ka. Pero huwag mong masamayan ang hindi pagpa-fast ng iba. At kung ikaw naman, ayaw mo mag-fast, hindi ka mahilig, at wala kang conviction, o di gawin mo yun kasi yun ang private paniniwala mo. Kung yun ang paniniwala mo, yun ang tama sa'yo, sinabi ni Paul. Pero, huwag mo namang usgahan yung mga mahilig mag-fast. Huwag mong kantsawan. Huwag mong isipin na mali sila. Kanya-kanyang expression ng ating pananalig. Kanya-kanyang practice. Kaya meron tayong corporate worship. Meron tayong corporate event. Mga church gatherings, public gatherings. Pero meron ka private life. Private prayer. Private na pagmamuni-muni. Private practice. Especially of the activities and the things that you believe is good for you, pero other people might not think so. So you do it as privately as possible, as quietly as possible for world peace. Para tahimik ang mga mananampalataya. For this to happen, while we share public time, we share common time, common activity, common spaces, pero dapat bigyan din natin ng isa't isa ng enough private space enough private time para yung private faith niya doon niya ma-practice. Fast as much as you want if you like to fast. 
but don't judge those who don't. And don't fast if you don't like, but don't judge those who do. Kanya-kanyang sagot sa Panginoon, ganun ang kapayapaan sa mga mana ng palataya. Huwag din natin i-impose yung mga beliefs natin, lalo sa mga hindi naman natin kasama sa pananalig. Kasi kumisan, may religious conviction ka, i-impose mo sa lola mo, sa pinsan mo, sa kapitbahay mo, eh, hindi naman kayo nagsishare ng the same faith, hindi kayo nagsishare ng the same conviction. So why force them? Ikaw lang ba ang tama at mali sila? Ikaw lang talaga ang anak ng Diyos at sila hindi na? Yan ang malaking disadvantage ng sobrang pagiging self-righteous. Yung bilib na bilib sa sarili at wala nang ibang ina-accommodate na kapwa. Pagbulay-bulayan natin ito, hanapan ng mga personal application. God bless us all. A podcast by Ed Lopis. Become a supporter. Support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. Click the support button or click the link below. Thank you so much for your prayers and support in this ministry. Our desire to share hope in new ways to millions of people in many places have become possible because of your unconditional love of giving and partnering with us to this ministry. Visit Ed Loppy's official website edloppies.com.ph